0: You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by Christine Pradatko. Did I pronounce that correctly, Christine? Yes, you did. Fabulous. Who's the founder of Simple Spirits? Christine, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. So I have to tell you, last night I had some girlfriends over, and I remembered that we had this podcast today, and I was like, I better try the vodka to make sure that I like the brand. So we made we made Simple Martinis last night, and they were fantastic. Amazing. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, but for those that don't know the brand, since you are relatively new in this space, share with us a bit about what um, Simple Spirits is and what makes you different, because you're not just a typical Spirits brand. Yeah.
1: So, you know, the product, you know, the vodka company, Simple Vodka, was created back in 2017. The founder who created the model is uh, my partner, Danny. He saw this need to help fight hunger and wanted to figure out a way to do it. We connected and we, you know, brought it to market March of 2017. And, you know, it, for me personally, to work on this with him so closely, it really pulled at my heartstrings, the meal component to it. So for people who don't know, every drink you pour feeds a hungry American. It's a 1 to 1 ratio, one drink, one meal. It's that simple. And, you know, it's just it was it's been a a long journey so far. We're I think going into year 7 now. And through the times and especially pan, after the pandemic,
0: through the times. I love that you just keep keep it generic, through the times. Yes.
1: <laughs> through the times.
0: Mhm. We
1: you know, we are now the the liquor industry's first collective of social spirits brands. And what that means is over the past two years, we have brought on a gin company as well mm-hmm. as an agave spirit, all of which fits our ethos. The gin will also have a one-to-one ratio, but this time meals will be donated to veterans because the gin was created by a naval captain on
0: a ship to keep the sailors jolly. <laughs> they don't call it Navy Strings for nothing, right?
1: Yep. And then the new agave spirit we're bringing on, that one is, it provides income for over 200 farmers. It really shows community and that's very important to us. We feel that, you know, what we're building around this is really a community, right? That wants to do good mm-hmm. and give back. and Absolutely. So, and we call ourselves a collective because all of the founders of the gin and the agave spirit are still on board. We've just merged it
0: all under the Spirit, Simple Spirits portfolio. Got it. And tell us a little bit about why, so this is basically the Tom's model, but in the beverage space, food and beverage space. Right. So uh, what, like, how did this... Come about? It sounds like it was your partner's concept, and then he brought it to you, or was this a co- like a, a a combination of your history? Or tell us a little bit more about that.
1: It was his concept. He had created a previous project that had a lot of events down in Miami, and after each event, there was so much food left over, and he mm. would donate it to the local food bank right down the road in Wynwood. And he would, you know, bring all the leftover meals to this food bank and really started to educate himself on what food insecurity meant. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of us growing up, we associate homeless people and food, right? Mm -hmm. Food banks are for them. If you're homeless, you go to a food bank. And that's far from the truth. The actual biggest people that are, you know, food insecure are people that, you know, either lost a spouse or are a single parent or lost their job and are having a hard time. And, you know, they really make up the bigger issue with meals. And Mm -hmm. for me personally, I'm a huge humanitarian. I love doing philanthropy work. And when I was brought this project, I was like, I'm in. The fact that we can help disrupt an industry by not changing any way how you do it, except for call this vodka and your drink that you're enjoying, which is kind of a luxury, right? will help somebody mm-hmm.
0: who's struggling to just put food in their stomachs. It's such an interesting model. And the truth is, is that it is, it's really philanthropic marketing. I mean, at the end of the day, it's quite brilliant because like you said, it doesn't actually change any behavior other than the outcome for, for food insecure families, single mothers, etc. cetera. And all you have to do is go into the bar and ask for that specific brand. So it's really a, a pretty brilliant marketing play as well, I have to say.
1: Yeah. Right. Because, and it's interesting because, you know, through the years I've obviously sat in on, on pitch meetings to bars and restaurants and on-prem off-prem and, and it's, and I've seen other people pitch. Right. And I get Mm -hmm. to see like a whiskey pitch or this. And like, you know, the question is, why should I, why should I carry you? Right. Why should I take your brand on? And we very easily can say, listen, Like we donate meals for every drink that your bartenders pour. We will work with you. If there is a food bank you want us to donate the money to, happy to. We can make it have this local feel Mm -hmm. that you're giving back within your community, in the same community in which, you know, you party in Mm -hmm. and do good and create good. Right. And I think that other brands are just like, well, why should I buy your whiskey or your tequila? Well, it's good.
0: It tastes better. It's, it's triple distilled. It's whatever that there's no mission alignment. And I think one of the things that we have seen more now than ever before, I think because millennials, Gen Z and Gen Alpha generationally, there's an evolution of brands needing to do good as a table stake, right? Like that is, it is not a nice to have. It's a need to have. But it's, like you said, not something that's historically been done in the spirits industry. I just think it's such an innovative conversation. Quite brilliant. And tell, can you, if you can share a little bit about what the structure of that looks like? Does that mean that the price point of the bottles are a little higher? Or like, how does that actually play out? I'm just curious. So
1: what the way it works is, and right now we're actually kind of looking into ways that we can streamline it a little bit better to create more like, and create like a ticker, right? To create mm-hmm. meals in real time a tracker, but th- yeah, yeah. So what we're what we do currently though is once the bottles are produced, like not fulfilled with the juice, not anything. Once the bottles are created, we take two dollars off the top. So we work with Feeding America. It's ten cents a meal. There's one tw- about twenty shots in every bottle, so
0: it's two dollars a bottle, right? So at that point it becomes a math problem. Got it. Okay, yeah, well, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And then, and then basically we take that money right off the top to give right. back to meals so that we're held right. accountable. Right. Yeah. Well, that's because the big question brands- is that there's
0: so many, br- that's exactly where I was going to go with this, Christine, which is that there's a lot of brands out there that do a lot of greenwashing uh, and things like that. And, you know, the accountability piece is the piece that is oftentimes really lacking. So I was just curious how you solve for that but it sounds like it's just straight off the top you're like we're not even gonna worry about counting how many bottles are sold this is what it is part of our um, operational structure uh and that makes a whole lot of sense that's exciting
1: right and it makes it very easy for the consumer to understand it right because you know there's other brands that say you know five percent is getting donated to this charity okay but five percent of what your annual sales, Mm -hmm. your quarterly sales, your net, like what percentage, right? Right. This holds us solely accountable for this equals this. It's that simple. And Mm -hmm. this is what it is, you know? And then we can obviously localize it in the different markets in which we're sold by donating to the local food banks, And you know, what's really interesting too, is that bigger brands, right? If they could integrate this model into their brand, it just wouldn't work because it would cost way too much money and it's just not cost conducive. But if more brands integrated this into into their product, right? This model from conception, you could
0: easily do so much more good. Absolutely. And the, like you say from the beginning, it's a simple model. It's off the top and it really is aligned with your brand values. And again, to your point, you know, if more brands just started with this as a thesis, it would be such an easier way to implement, you know, doing good through products like this and services like this. So I love this idea. We're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably very likely that you've worked with a marketing agency that hasn't really worked out. That's why Elevate My Brand has developed our roadmap to marketing process. We use an extremely data-driven approach to show you exactly what your competitors are doing in the omnichannel space so that we can develop a strategy and tactical approach to success in your marketing. Call us today and let's get mapping. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I'm chatting with Christine Pradatko, who is the founder of Simple Spirits. Before the break, you were sharing with us a little bit about the model and the accountability piece, which is so critically important um, in a world of greenwashing. Um, Let's talk about how you came up with the concept of Simple Spirits, because at the end of the day, we're marketers, and we love to understand the thought process. The bottle is so beautiful and simple. The, the, the idea of simplicity is just such a through line in the branding. Are you the marketing branding person or is that your partner?
1: Yes. So I am in charge of the marketing and branding. And, you know, right now we are actually in the process of, of really building out a new roadmap for what our marketing campaign is going to be. Right. So it is it's tricky. I will say this. There's, you know, because it's food banks and because we're alcohol you know, it's a fine line that we kind of have to dance. Like a lot of food banks Mm -hmm. can't promote us, right? Because there might be people at that food bank that are there because of misuse of of alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to always make sure that people we partner with, people that we do collaborations with are very aligned and won't upset the food bank side, right? So- Mm. Right now, we're in the process of of rebuilding that roadmap to what this will look like and how we can promote our brand in the most authentic way and and market it. So, I mean, the meals itself, it it just helps, right? It has built-in marketing written all over it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just more to be mindful. So, you know, right now we're, we're working on building stuff out. We're working on building ambassador programs. We're talking with a few different partnerships, which would make sense, which fits our ethos, right? Everything we do has to resonate with us. And not only just from a brand standpoint, but from a personal
0: of course, I mean otherwise it would be so misaligned because of what your end goal is here. Obviously you're looking to sell product, but you're looking to do good in the world in equal uh, in equal parts. Did the name simple? Where did that come from? Like how t- talk us through kind of a brand development journey again, like as a marketing person, I just always love to hear was it something that just popped up and was like the first name? Was this like a long journey?
1: Danny, when he first started working on the modeling, for simple kind of he met with some brand people co-packers and stuff to get some mock-up and you know he came up with the name simple because his thing was you know one drink one meal it's that simple mm-hmm. like let's keep this easy let's not complicate things right the, even the product itself it's potatoes and water that's it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't get much
0: more simple than that
1: uh-huh you know it's distilled once Like, it's not distilled a million times. It's, you know, we're made on a sustainable farm. He made sure that
0: a lot of what the ethos needed to be was all aligned. Yeah. And impactful. You can really see that. You can really see that. I've heard that the distilling is actually bullshit. Is this true? Like, talk to me about like these quadruple distilled spirits. Is this really a thing or is this totally marketing bullshit?
1: Um, I'm going to be completely transparent with you. Basically, the reason why it's distilled so many times with all these brands means that they have shitty water.
0: Oh, interesting. Tell me more. The reason why we're distilled
1: once is where our distillery is. This Snake River Aquifer mm. runs through it. It's the cleanest water in the U.S. And our distillation process is Really, it's a four-tier distillation process, and
0: basically the water comes in, and because it's so clean, we only have to distill it once. That's fascinating. I had no idea it was about the water and not about the potatoes or whatever else the uh, vodka was, or whatever spirit was distilled from.
1: Huh. So think about like your water filtration system. Wow.
0: You just blew my mind. (laughs) Worth the price of admission right there, Christine. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, so
1: all it means is that it's just dirty water that needs to be filtered multiple times.
0: Huh. I um I can't believe I didn't know that. I mean, wow. Incredible. I
1: mean, nobody really wants to brag about that and be like we have dirty water, but instead it sounds a lot better if we say
0: we're distilled 15 times. <laughs> right? It makes you think, oh, it must be so like perfected and clean and but really they're just it's just a again, a marketing angle on shitty <laughs> a shitty starting point. <laughs> yeah that is hilarious (laughs) that is hilarious well i know that you are out of austin um so can you talk to us a little bit about where people can find the products where you're distributed where where they can ask for you so that we can start to spread this word and really help end hunger across america
1: yeah so we are right now the current states that we're in are in south florida and texas in texas we're in all the total wines and spec for Mm off-prem and then a handful of bars in austin we're looking to open up I mean, a handful of bars in Houston, opening up the Austin Market, Dallas, and San Antonio. And then in South Florida, we are West Palm and South, really saturated in Miami. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, Crown and Mega there, you can buy it at, you can drink it at a lot of bars down in Miami, especially in Wynwood, which is where the product was created. And, you know, we're looking to open up a few more states, I think in the South this year, Louisiana being one of them. And, you know, and we also have a little bit of presence in New York. Right now we're in conversations to uh, bring on a larger distributor
0: so that we can start getting our product out there more into the world. That's the game, isn't it? Finding a distributor that doesn't just, uh, you know, put you on the back of the shelf because there's so many different products out there. Again, that's why I, I think what you're doing is so interesting. The marketing piece is really just quite brilliant. Obviously, again, doing good things in the world, having a great product, all super important. As well, and then of course, if you want to learn more, you can go to simplevodka.co.co and learn more about their story. Share with us a little bit, Christine, about your background and how you came to create this brand. And I, you talked about the partnership with your your business partner, but what is your history in the spirits uh, and or marketing world?
1: I really don't have a history. Um, I, you know, I worked for my family's company for many years. Um, and then just decided I didn't want to do that anymore. And kind of on my journey to figure out what it was that I was good at and what I wanted to do, this opportunity arose. And I was like, yeah, I want to do this. And I jumped in and quickly fell into the role of partners and sponsors and marketing and activating and, and what things could look like, especially on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that is the thing that nobody tells you when you get into this space is that there is a very, very, very high burn rate of your mm-hmm. cash flow. Oh yes. The one one minute you have it and the next minute you're like where to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, especially because in the spirits <laughs> industry it's all about getting, as they say, sips to lips, right? So making sure people can taste the yep. product so they know what you're what you are about and, and, and they know to ask for you and doing that is all about IRL activations, even things like this, like sending mm-hmm. bottles to podcast hosts and influencers and things like that. It's a really, really high bar not to mention getting shelf space in big box retail um, and distribution. I mean, it is a very, very expensive undertaking.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. So, you know, we kind of went into this a little blind, but here we are today. So, you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> I've done it. I've done it all. That's the thing. Like, and that's the beauty of it with this brand is like, I was the tasting girl at the liquor stores. I was the delivery girl. I was the sales rep. I was the marketer, you know, Mm -hmm. what hat do I need to wear? And I'll put it on. Right. So I've really all our whole team and we're a very small team, but we've all pounded so much pavement. Yeah. um, And really... Bootstrapped, so like you know, through that it kind of spiraled into like what I was good at, which is really more of the partnerships, marketing, collaboration, and what that looks like, and how to create activations, and who would be strategic partners for us. Through that, you know, I also ended up creating a a media company with another partner. Out in the Hamptons called James Lane Post. So I have that company as well. And that's like obviously advertising, marketing. And I help create a lot of the events for that publication. And I just really kind of stepped into this role of like, okay, what makes the most sense? And like, here's the project. And how do you kind of play connect the dots, right? It's right. all a puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just something that I've become quite good at. <laughs> I so like So I kind that. of just fell into this. Mm-hmm. Then like, um, then I anticipated, but I love it. Yeah. And it's great. And I'm just really excited for the future of simple, especially where we're at right now. It's, it's really exciting times and we've done a little bit over a million meals to date. Wow. And we're hoping to try to double that this year. That is our goal. So we're, we're excited and especially to get our message out there more and to share it with people and you don't have to do anything different. You just, you can go to a bar and call us or go to a liquor store and pick us up. And every drink that you have, you're
0: helping somebody with food insecurity. Amazing. We're taking another quick break. We'll be right back. Hi guys, me again. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you more about our award-winning marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We're a full-service digital and experiential agency, meaning we do it all. From event management to content creation, branding, web design, and social media, we're a small but scrappy team of both data nerds and quirky creatives, and we're here to make you look good. After this episode, let's chat about how we can elevate your brand and take you to the next level. Thanks for sticking with us, chatting with Christine Pradako, who's the co-founder of Simple Spirits. A couple of things that you said before this break, which was so, I think, interesting about an unexperienced entrepreneur, but that you fall into the things that you are really good at. And it's one of the things that I always share with Younger entrepreneurs is really listening to the things that light you up. And in fact, we have an exercise we do a lot of times with um, new entrepreneurs called red light, green light. And it's basically track what you do for like a week or two. You highlight everything in green that like just gives you so much energy that you're excited about. Like for you, it sounds like partnerships and marketing and events and things like that anything in red is um, something that you should hire out or outsource, right? Everything yellow is negotiable, but it's one of the um, most important things and most valuable things as an entrepreneur that you can really double click into is where your best and highest use of energy is. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just what, what flows easiest for you Mm -hmm. is what's going to be what you're best at. Totally. And, I know that I am not a very big numbers person. So like, I don't want any part of that. (laughs) I agree with you. Doing the
0: math and the modeling. Like Excel spreadsheets just kill me. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I don't feel my most creative
1: when I'm doing numbers. So like my creativity is what makes me excited and the way that I can make things. Like last, last year, I created a tech conference in the Hamptons because I just wanted to create a tech conference and I did it and it was great, and it's going again this year, and I just really step into my being with being able to just be creative, and I'm really fortunate that I have partners and team members that, like, let me do that. Yeah. And don't try to pigeonhole me or tell me that, no, you
0: have to do this. Like I, there's a lot of things I can do. doesn't mean I should be doing it. That's my (laughs) motto all the time. A hundred percent. Any other valuable tips or tricks that you've learned along the way, um, you know, in your entrepreneurial journey?
1: Um, I think that if something doesn't resonate with you, don't force it. Mm. A lot of people try to force something and like, It's like, it's going to work. It's going to work. It has to work. It has to work. If there's enough people that tell you this is like, listen, if somebody tells you, do you get 10 different people telling you this is a terrible product, odds are it's a terrible product, (laughs) but, (laughs) but stick true to your guns and stay true to your authentic self. But also if something doesn't resonate with you or someone's really trying to push something on you to do something and it just doesn't feel right, whether it's a brand collaboration and you're like, I just don't think you're the right partner for us. Trust your gut instinct and do what makes the most sense for you. Mm-hmm. Don't get manipulated by other people or the promise of things. Mm-hmm. Right. I've been promised so many things over the years of, I'm going to put your brand in this bar and I can get you these 20 accounts and I can do this and I can do that. And,
0: you know, 90% of it never came to fruition. Yeah. I, my favorite is when someone's like, if you just give me a deal on this, then I'll get you a contract for that. I'm like, mm-hmm. So shady. Yeah. I think gut reaction is so important. And as entrepreneurs and as women, particularly, I think we have such an innate ability to sense BS. And um, I think it is one of the skills that smart entrepreneurs listen to and hone the most. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Just trust your gut because you know what makes sense and what doesn't.
0: A hundred percent. In the last few minutes that we have left, I always like to flip the script and get a little personal. So these are what we call our quick fire questions. So this is just whatever comes up top of mind. One of them, you're going to have an unfair advantage too because of what you do, but we'll start there. The first question is, um, what is your go-to cocktail of choice?
1: <laughs> My go-to cocktail of choice recently has been espresso martinis. Yes. It's such a vibe right now. So funny. Do you know where that came from?
0: No but I like them. I know I have. actually
1: had one with tequila. It was very interesting.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I've never had one with tequila, but the like I love the um energy of the of the espresso, but the the vibe of the vodka. Yeah, I've only had a couple, but it is such a like on trend thing right now. Yes, love that. What is the one thing that you could not have lived without during the pandemic and you can't say your own product?
1: Um one thing <laughs> One thing, honestly, to be funny, it was my Rent the Runway. Huh. It was like receiving packages every day and getting to get dressed, like forcing myself to get dressed, even though we couldn't leave the house, even though we couldn't do that. It was like, you couldn't go shopping, you couldn't do things. So like being able to like shop on the Rent the Runway and get my my clothes delivered to me and like have different outfits to wear, even though I wasn't going anywhere besides Zooms, <laughs> it just
0: made me feel better. So it was only like. Top's it was only from the, the the waist up. That's how I that's yeah. how I was. Yeah, lot of lot of sweaters, lot of <laughs> shirts. <laughs> yes, lots of cashmere, lots of uh, things with cute patterns, and yes, hilarious. What uh, if you could wave magic wand and have anything happen for the company? What would that look like? Honestly, to be able
1: to bring in all the funding that we need so that we can actually build a massive marketing campaign to create awareness not just about the brand, but about the
0: meals and giving back and bring more brand awareness to the hunger mm. in the U.S. Uh, and the last question is, what is your favorite word and why? And this could be something that's had real meaning to you over time or something that just pops into your head for this part of the conversation.
1: Honestly, I think the word right now is like, it's a vibe. <laughs> Everything is, it's a vibe. And <laughs> What does that mean to you? It's just, you know, when we go places in certain scenarios, it's like, not a fan of this vibe or you know what? It's a vibe. Just go with it. Just
0: let it go. Stay in flow. That's another word I've been using a lot lately is just stay in flow. Got it. I love it. Um, Any final words of wisdom as we wrap the conversation up today?
1: My only final words of wisdom, I think, especially to newer entrepreneurs is just be your most authentic self. And also like I say this all the time and I'm learning every day, but like educate yourself as much as possible, whether it's about a nonprofit that you like to think of ways that you can help and support or just, or if you want to build a product, but you think you have a good idea, like do your R&D, like research everything and find yourself a mentor or somebody to help educate you or guide you. I think mentors are so important. And I just think it's really about gaining as much wisdom as you can. And as much as it pains me to say this, you know, it's like when you're a kid and you don't want to listen to your mother and you think you know what's best and then it, you know, screws up and then you're like, ugh, I should have listened. Accept
0: that wisdom from people who have done it before. Don't fight it. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Christine, this has been such an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a great time. Yeah, me too. And thanks for the martinis last night. They were fantastic. Uh, And again, for those of you- I'm (laughs) so happy you enjoyed. (laughs) They were so great. Uh, And so clean and easy. You know, not that I've ever really found a martini, not to be that. But um, the vodka itself was super, super clean. (laughs) Um, If you want to learn more, if you're listening in, go to simplevodka.co to learn more about this incredible company and the good they're doing in the world. And of course, stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next.